November 6, 2016. How's it going? Welcome to the A-Show. Over there are waves. Oh, in the honor of the Victoria's Secret Angels. This week. How's it going? My name is BK. Is a week good? Bad? Ugly? Cold? It's pretty cold over here in Seattle. Uh, it started snowing for some reason, which I haven't seen in three years, by the way. And it didn't really pile up under the lowlands but the uh, temperature is pretty low right now so the heater is up my electric bill is gonna go up uh, and then i gotta gotta cozy up and live under the blank for blanket blank blanket for a little bit but yeah apparently it's a la nina season the opposite of el nino that was last year so it's gonna be cold here for a little bit and then uh, we might see more snow all in the snow is accumulating up on the mountains but anyways uh this is episode what now 15 i, I lost track already because of the holidays so uh, this is gonna be a little bit of a different episode it's a little long uh i actually have a guest the second time that this is happening but it's gonna be a two-part series the next couple weeks so Oh yeah, who's the guest you might wonder. So well, uh, a lot of people wanted to join the show, but uh, again, we couldn't really fit people in at times, you know, for other matters that's going on. So we'll get to everybody in a bit. Uh, so the guest that we have this week is Bushan, who is my co-worker and probably one of the most nicest people I've ever met in my life. And then uh, he's the most optimistic person you'll ever hear from his voice and all that so we're gonna, we talked about a lot of things uh, he's actually heading off to india soon which i assume that he's gonna get married because he's single lady uh but you know we think we, that that part of the conversation about his marriage and how the arranged marriage works and the indian culture and all that that's gonna be next week uh we spent a fair bit of time it went way longer than they expected so I decided to divide it into two parts. Otherwise, you're going to be hearing two hours of nonsensical things. So first part, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, is more about, I don't know, just his take on America, Trevor Noah, and all the uh, Tommy Loren discussion that happened last week, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I'm not going to give my thoughts here. I'm going to leave that to the second portion or the first part of that interview there. But first, uh, just to catch up on what happened this week, congratulations to all the North Dakota activists and then the Sioux tribe out there for the Standing Rock. Uh, the Army Corps of Engineers uh, said on December 4th, when this human shield was supposed to form, like I mentioned last week. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. Um, that they would look into another route to get the Standing Rock pipeline through. So, yay. Uh, but the thing is, 99% of the pipeline that go that's going from North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Illinois, and Indiana is done, except for this Lake Oahu, Ohei, whatever, and then the Standing Rock uh, Reservation. We'll have to go around uh, the Mississippi, Mississippi River somehow. But then, uh, so the uh, yeah, that was a surprise development. But the, it's under the Obama administration watch, and like I said, even if Obama, you know. Ob- you know, made this decision now. Who knows what the incoming president, like the Trump, is uh, gonna do? Again, he owns a lot of sh- shares in the companies that's involved in this project. So I don't know. So a uh, celebration. It might be ephemeral. Uh, it might be short-lived. But uh, you know what? Short victory for the folks out there. And then the protesting actually worked. And then uh, congratulations, at least for now. But let's see how this goes in the long term. So a lot of protesters are still staying, uh, you know, until you know everybody really leaves. Uh, all the police there and then the workers and all those guys, the protesters will stay through the harsh winter that's up in North Dakota. So, um, yeah, just let's keep an eye on it. And then uh, let's not just stay on ceremonious ground just yet. Um, I think we need to wait. And see how this thing develops until the pipeline that's already 99% completed gets rerouted properly. Then I think we can sleep soundly, although pipelines and all that, who knows. And then there, you know, this is a good, I guess, a case study for a lot of other pipeline projects that's going on in Canada. I can't remember the name all of a sudden. Sorry, I did my research, but I can't remember off my head. I don't like jotting things down. So... Anyways, uh, yeah, and for other pipelines and all that, and this is a good protest uh, example. You know, there are some couple knuckleheads, you know, you know, causing violence and all that stuff, and then the police overreacted, to be honest. But um, yeah, it, it means uh, democracy and free speech work. 
kind of, at least for now. So uh, hopefully, you know, it gets resolved in a in an environmentally environmentally friendly fashion very soon. So yay uh, for now. Uh, yeah, what else happened around the world? Oh yeah, there are two elections that happened last week. Well, one is a referendum in Italy, and one is the actual presidential election, which I talked about for a few weeks in Austria. Uh, surprisingly, in Austria, the Democratic Party won, and not the right party with a nationalist party that's led by you know the what's his name Noberhofer. Uh, yeah, he actually I correct myself. The party that won, the president who won, is is not a member of a party. He's an independent, but he's a member of the Greens Party in Austria, and then the Noberhofer. Who is the uh, Federalist, whatever party that Freedom Party of Austria (FPO)? Um, they had some rhetorics, and their roots kind of go back to the Nazi Austria back in the day. So it was, it felt like the Trump Party. But then uh, they lost. They lost uh, kind of convincingly, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe it's not fifty-four percent to forty-six percent. And and then they Hofer Hofer. Uh, the member, I guess, the Austrian Trump uh, conceded the day in. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Brexit and then Trump didn't happen in Austria, which is good. And and Italy, the referendum was held. It wasn't an election. So it's similar to the Brexit referendum, if you are wondering, but not exactly. It's a referendum. It's a yes or no. So how the Italian government apparently works is that the power that's given to lower parliament and then the upper parliament like a senate the the voting power is exactly the same and this referendum wanted to amend the constitution so that it would rearrange the seats and then the power that's given to upper parliament versus a lower parliament because it doesn't make sense to have both sides to have the equal power so they wanted to give more power to the upper side i guess uh but you know and this was led by the Democratic Party of Italy and the opposition party, and amongst many, the prominent one is the uh, Five Star Movement uh, in Italy. So that's, I guess, uh, or right winging party, right winging, right wing leaning party. And overwhelmingly, people voted no to the constitutional change in Italy. So because of this, the Prime Minister of Italy uh, resigned, and like David Cameron did after Brexit, but it's it's putting the Italian government in limbo because there's not an election that's in plan right now. So they're trying to figure out where they're gonna have a, a you know temporary transitional or a caretaker government or an early election. You know they're figuring that stuff out, and because because. I think it was 59 to 41 percent, something like that. It, it, it was a it was a landslide ish uh, to keep the current Italian system, the parliamentary system. And it may also lead, you know, bring more momentum for the five star movement party, which who is actually more for, you know, leaving the EU, the European Union, like UK. So um, it, it's so Italy. You know, in some, if you don't know, Italy is has some corruption in certain places, like Rome. But some places are really clean, and the government is run efficiently. And but at a federal level, it's a fucking mess. So apparently, the there are a lot of constitutional re- uh, amendments that's been going on for a while. Uh, but because of this, I guess the Five Star Party have a movement, which the right wing party, and the concern is again, you know, is Italy next? That's going to leave EU. So. I don't know. That's a concern there. So with that, I guess uh, the constant change and then the anti-establishment uh, feeling has run through Italy as well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how they decide to handle the government. The fact that it's very unstable is very concerning uh, about Italy. So the upcoming elections next year in 2017, the next country that a lot of people are concerned with is Netherlands. The Deutsch, Dutch people, uh, they have a lot of anti-immigrant, uh, what is it, the sentiment going on. And then there's a party that has a 
bit of a Nazi sounding thing too. I forgot the name of that party. But um, they have like 15 seats right now and they're trying to get up to 30 or more. And, you know, it, let's see how Netherlands goes. And then, who knew? Holland matters. And Germany, I mentioned this many times, Angela Merkel, she she actually was picked to be the uh, leader of her party again. So she's going to run again next year. And she actually said she's going to ban face fail uh, for the Muslim folks in Germany. So that it's kind of like the banning burqa in France uh, based on the, what is it? The, what is it? I can't think of the word right now. Uh, the, 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 the secular movement. But um, I guess uh, she's trying to uh, show her tough rhetoric about the uh, uh, Muslim folks in Germany and saying, you know what, this is my compromise move. We, we got to, you know, they got to they got a lot of stuff going on. There was like a, another sexual assault case that came up on a 19 year old girl. girl. Uh, I don't know what city in Germany, but it turns out the DNA leads to the 17 year old uh, Syrian refugee boy. It's a mess. There's like a violence going on in all, you know, outside the big cities, you know, where the refugees are. Uh, you know, it's 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 very unsettling and scary to think about. But I hope that cooler heads prevail. Um, and you know, I hope this face, face fail thing doesn't become a you know a motivating factor for you know evil doers out there. Um, so there's that. And then France, you know, they have their big election coming up. So. Let's see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's all the modern things. That's oh no no another thing that happened in America. Yeah, Ben Dr. Ben Carson, Michigan alum by the way, which I'm not so proud of at the moment. Uh, he's gonna be leading the housing and urban development, the HUD. I thought he was gonna be a Surgeon General, but then I guess Donald looked at Dr. Ben Carson, who's African American, and said urban. And then he just said, housing and urban development, you know. So, I guess he's gonna, Trump's gonna lean on Ben Carson, who Trump said is weak and can't speak for shit. So, yeah, congrats to Dr. Ben Carson, who has never held any uh, government position or ran anything government-related, you know, as far as I'm aware. He's a great surgeon, you know, brain surgeon, neurosurgeon, but... I, I, does, I, I don't know how is he gonna go to fucking Home Depot and learn how to do the drywall I don't know but or learn how to farm I don't yeah, I don't know it just it makes me laugh the urban job because Trump's every time African American topic comes up the first word that comes to his head is urban so I think that's what happened but anyways without further ado we're gonna get to the uh, interview with Bushangadakiri uh we talk about many things you know uh you know coming to america uh just political climate in general because both of us are foreigners you know our take on it anyways uh, i'm not gonna drag it along and on so uh take a listen all right uh we have a special guest today so his name is what's your name oh uh, my name is uh bhushan gadkari uh, i am bk's friend and are you? uh <laughs> I know that I am. Uh, how long have you been my friend? I don't remember now. Uh, I think how so. It's more than you? four and a half years. Four and a half. Four and a half years. Has yeah. it been that long? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. Absolutely. Oh man. We Time basically, we basically went to college together at this point. And, uh, <laughs> how do how do we know each other, Bushan? I think so. We are in Samsung Academy together. That's what <laughs> I can say, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Under the Professor Samuel J. Sung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning new things, experiencing right. new things. Pretty much. Yeah, different technology every day. Losing virginity together. No, no absolutely not. That's absolutely your thing. Not. Yeah, so that's private matter. Yeah, because you're still working on it. No, I'm kidding. I'm mm-hmm. kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways, how's it been? How's a how's a how was your Thanksgiving? American Thanksgiving? Did you Thanksgiving? go anywhere? No, I I actually went to Portland. Did a lot of shopping uh, with uh, friends. So I got really good deals. I got oh. really nice coat. What'd you buy? Uh, I bought a Calvin and Klein jacket. Oh, is that the jacket I yeah. just hung? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was like that was a nice jacket. Yeah, that that's that's the jacket. Then you know, bought mm-hmm. bought a lot of clothes and and I bought a nice keyboard which I'm using in the office now. How many keyboards do you have? I think actually I just have two keyboards. One was uh, Apple and okay. uh, yeah, because it didn't make any noise and yeah. Uh, but it it's not working now because uh, 
I spilled water on it and uh, it's not been working since like four or five months. And I was typing on my laptop uh, and I really needed a good keyboard. I see. Yeah. Well, Johnny, like Johnny Ive says, it was made out of aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a most beautiful keyboard yeah, ever made. Key- keyboard was, this keyboard is nice. Yeah, Steve Jobs died over making that keyboard and no, then, uh, but making the, it count. The, the keyboard that I'm using now is uh, Microsoft, Microsoft Sculpt. Uh, oh, uh, is that uh, the yeah. bent er- one? Yeah, ergonomic one. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty nice. Wait, the, is it the sculpt one? So there's like a whole bunch of sculpts. TK, like this this TK, is really getting nerdy Jana, here. Jana and TK use the same keyboard. Was oh, that the one with the like middle is like hollow and empty, and then it's, it looks like a like an ice icicle cave looking kind, thing? Kind of, kind oh, of. Oh, that it's one. Just like, okay. kind of like, like yeah. the shape is a different one. I see. That's, so how much did you pay? You went all the way to Portland to buy that thing. Absolutely not. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't okay. So here's the weird thing. I was okay. in Best Buy with all my friends. They were looking at laptops to send to India. Uh-huh. They're like, "Oh, you know what? Laptops are cheap right now. Let me buy one or two, send it to India." And I'm like, "Okay, good for you." Uh, I was looking for cheap stuff, useful stuff, which I didn't get any in Best Buy. It was a, a very uninteresting trip for me. But as I was looking around, I yeah. uh, like. I went to that keyboard section and, you know, I just started typing on this keyboard. Mm. I was like, wow, this is like good, like magic. Wait, how much you know? was it? It's for 70 bucks. 70 bucks? 70 bucks. So I think it's cheaper if you get the, what is it, the, one of the, grab one of the Redmond people and then go to the employee store. It would be like $30, $40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. But uh, all of my friends, like who were who are in Microsoft, they yeah. left for California. They are not uh, here anymore. Oh, 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 so the ones you went with don't work from Microsoft. No, no, no. But those are from uh, like, different you, companies. Like, can you give general? Blood? Amazon, 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 <laughs> Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. <laughs> Not even. There was a couple from uh, California as yeah. well. They from they were from a biomedical company called as Massimo. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna ask my sister what Massimo is because I, I have no idea what Massimo is. Me too. I, I met them and they told me like there's this company. Then I looked it up on internet and hmm, I was like, ah, it's it's pretty good. Do they have stock? Are they public? I don't know about that. Right, I didn't, I didn't care. Later. I just looked at their product and I was like, okay, fine. So it's been good. Okay, so you went to Portland. Yeah. You got a new jacket. Yeah. Did you go to Nordstrom Rack or where'd you go? I Macy's? went Calvin and Klein. Calvin and Klein? You went to the actual store? Yeah, I went to the actual store and bought stuff. Such a baller. Not even... Absolutely not. I if you're getting stuff for like 50 bucks, which is like... That was $50? That's $50. No tax in Oregon. No tax in Oregon. Wow. Yeah. I, I never heard... I actually... Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, I was back home, so... And then it wasn't Black Friday over there. Although they had Black Friday deal in Canada, it wasn't uh-huh. the exact same discount. Marketing gig. Yeah, it is. It's it's a marketing holiday, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what? Yeah, we have something similar in India called as the a big billion day or something like that. Billion day. Yeah, something which uh, <laughs> we 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 have we have our we have our own version of Amazon there, right? Which started this thing. Now oh, Amazon is, uh, is also in what, India. What's now. say Amazon equivalent in India it, right now? Is it the? It, it, it was it's Flipkart. 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 Yeah. With Bart. a K, not with the a K. C. Yeah. Yes. 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 I remember one guy who used to work at the Flipkart. Sammy Samuel Sung who went over there in Thing India. Is, India. He's a pretty smart dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thing is, um, actually, it was found by two ex Amazon employees in India. In India, like they mm. they they worked over here. They yeah. went back and they started Flipkart, and. Uh, the company is now evaluated like around like five or six billion dollars. Earlier it was like more than that, but you know due to competition and stuff like that, if you have one right. model, people start to replicate it, mm. and yeah, you so have like it's healthy competition. There. So it's like kind of like Alibaba in India. Is that a uh, kind of kind of? Yeah. But now thing is that Amazon has entered India like like I almost know. two two or three years ago probably. Yeah. And they they are doing. Pretty, pretty healthy. healthy. Pretty yeah. well. Pretty well. I, I I remember hearing them like Amazon. I, I don't want to go way too deep into the tech business talk, but mm-hmm. I remember Jeff Bezos saying when they first went into India, they, their te- strategy was god awful like 10 years ago or something because yeah. they, they 
because it was like, oh, once you break into China, you gotta go to India. Mm-hmm. But then the strategy they went in with India was like based on the China strategy. But then it's like, no, Chinese people and Indian people aren't the same. No, you know, like the Russell Peters joke. No, we aren't. We aren't the same. We are different. Come on, yeah. See me, Tommy, and James conversing, right? Yeah. And but definitely we have like you know different mindset. Yeah, like Chinese people, they're looking for the deal. We also they're looking for the deal. Think no, no, no. Your, 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 you guys' perspective on deal is like zero. No, man. Like, <laughs> or close so. to zero. But I don't know. That, that's not exactly I'm, right. I'm pretty liberal at such things. Yeah. If I like anything and I'm like, you know, even if I have to pay like $20 more, yeah. I, I'd go for it. Yeah, but $50. So wait, so you went oh, back to the Portland thing. You went to Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Uh, so you bought a keyboard and a jacket. And some uh, t-shirts. What? T-shirts? Yeah, like from stores like Columbia, Van Hassen, and uh, I, I actually like like golf t-shirts, golf polo t-shirts. Golf polos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them a lot. Wow, you're re- really ready for the potential wedding that you're going to have. Next, next, next Absolutely month. not. Next month. You're like getting a shirt at Van Hosen. Oh <laughs> you're the Calvin Klein for no, the man. jacket. Getting the I'm golf pretty, polo for the post-reception I'm, and the honeymoon. I, I am pretty fast at shopping. I just go. Hmm. see where the golf polos are just pick three colors get out of the shop done i like how you're avoiding the actual crux of the question wow <laughs> come on man. so you're going home soon so that's why i got you on the yes on the show today. Be, i will be going home but uh-huh. it's it's not oh that's not the only reason for going home it's like yeah, of course uh, it's family it's friends it's uh, attending different kinds of functions parties uh you know going away from here and you know i'll be refreshed that's the main thing why i'm going home so if you don't mind sharing how how old are you you can give give it a basic under 30 under 30 under 30 under 30 yeah i'm under 25 I am over 25 okay so you can get the car insurance is fine but you're still do you consider yourself a millennial yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I, I think so. I, cons- I, I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I consider myself that too. I mean, I, I'm on Instagram and Snapchat. I live off of that. Now, some people don't admit it. I don't, I don't I, understand. I am. I am. Older than me. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm not millennial. I'm like, yeah, you are. You're not. You're under 34. But over, especially people that are over 30, but under 34, mm-hmm. you know, at that uh, demographic when you're mm-hmm. on the census and stuff, it's like uh-huh. 34 is a line. Like you're still young, 18 to 34 demo. Oh but then the people that are like nearing that's like, no, I'm not a millennial. I'm not one of those spoiled kids. But like, yeah, you are. You're on Snapchat. You're snapping more than me. You know. Well, well, actually. Nothing about millennials as such, but our generation has been quite lucky because we have seen like a varied spectrum of technology from like tape recorders to CDs, now cloud. Mm. And yeah, we, we are pretty lucky. Even like the TVs right now, right? Like 20 years before, we had like huge cathode ray tube behind that. Yeah, that was 480p. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and like if, if you ask, yeah, 1080p, yeah, 4K, absolutely. HDR. Yeah. If, you, if you show that kind of TV to a kid today, he would like, like what, what's happening? Like, you know, what, okay, when you say a from? kid, how old is this kid? Let's say 10 years old. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years old. 10 years old, a kid was like, born in what? 2006, probably. Holy shit, that's when I went to college my freshman year oh right. it's 10 years ago I, you know i just realized it's been a decade since i mm-hmm. wow it's, yeah, it's, it's i'm not been, saying it's i'm not saying i'm old i don't feel old at all but absolutely not I, wait, I still when, when did you come I, to america what was your first year i came to america in uh what like 2011 2011 2011 that was five yes. years ago holy shit yes i wait wow, wow. Yeah. No, no, go ahead sorry so it's it's been quite interesting like one of my dreams which was satisfied by coming to america was that like Eddie Murphy. I, no <laughs> i i wanted to sit and sit into an airplane like in an airplane you yeah. know you have all these fancy things the, yeah. the, the air hostess brings you a lot of food yeah there is air conditioning you have a lot you can see and you know a lot of movies are there it's entertainment did you did you sit by the window when you came Yes, I, <laughs> yeah, for, for first flight I I did, yeah, and then for the second flight, yeah. my friend sat. So like uh, mm. three of us like came to America together, oh. like yeah. Oh, so wait, where in India are you from exactly? I'm from the western part. I'm from uh, west side. Yeah, western like uh, 
it's there's a city called as pune it's like 3 uh-huh. hours away from mumbai okay yeah as you know, like everybody must be knowing like mumbai is the economic capital mumbai, of india hyderabad uh yeah like hyderabad is like no call the place kolkata anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's more regional kind of stuff yeah yeah i see i see so yeah like yeah. bombay mumbai it's oh. it's got the same essence the same soul i see do you want more water waiting uh, no no that's fine I, we, we can continue i'll get water after some time okay yeah. good so anyways back to the Wow, wait, hold on. You you came 2011 was the first year you came to the States. Yes. Yes. Then you joined the Samsung. I joined Samsung in 2012. Summer of a 2012. year later? Yeah. Wow. So 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 here's the funny thing. I knew I wanted to come to America to do masters. Okay. I selected my university. Yeah. I got into university into a program in which I wanted to. Yeah. But the The crazy thing was that I didn't know that it was a quarterly pattern. I didn't know that. Wait, Rochester quarter is quarterly? Was quarterly when oh, I was. Oh, was quarterly. I, and like I I finished most of my courses in like 3 quarters and then I was like it was a question to me like what to do next. <laughs> the timing is off too because it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I never understood the quarterly system because I it's mm-hmm. it's like a West Coast thing. I thought like Stanford does it, mm-hmm. UCSD does it, yep, and then all the Washington schools do it. I yeah. come from a semester, yeah, childhood and all that. And I was like, well, how does the quarter? So it's divided in quarters. I'm like, yeah. I I don't get it. I I finished most of my course in like three quarters, like yeah, uh, yeah like fall, winter, spring, and I was like. I think so before this country kicks me out I should get a job. <laughs> that that's what my, was going in my mind yeah. at that time. I see. Wait, yeah. so you majored in EE, electrical engineering, like yeah. I did, but then your what was your focus on? So like I I did like my electronics telecommunication then my yeah. majors was in here telecommunications. Okay. But uh, I would say uh, apart from school job taught me a lot of things. I I'm I'm very happy that I entered into the job market pretty early and got a got a job. All right, hold on, I'll back it up a second. So just so you know, if if you think Bushan is really sounding dreamy and you know, you know optimistic and very fairy tarely, yes he is. He's the most optimistic person I've ever met in my life. And if I sound like an asshole, he's the angel. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna call this A show the angels and assholes. So there you go. I I thought it was the all America show, right? No, that's 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 during the election season. <laughs> last last week was a Aboriginal activist show. Okay, because okay, I was talking okay. about the North Dakota pipeline. <laughs> oh, North Dakota pipeline. Actually, there was yeah. Uh, what was that? There is this guy Trevor Noah. He's yeah. a he's an amazing comedian. Yeah. And there was this uh, news anchor from Dakota. Like uh Dakota. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the Tommy Loren? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was going to ask you. So, did you see that inter- uh, did you see the full interview? Yes. I saw the extended interview yeah, and I yeah. was laughing like crazy. I I was uh I think I I I'm actually very surprised like aside from Trevor Noah pulling it off. In in a manner he did. If it were John Stewart or something two mm-hmm. years ago, he he there would have been a moment he goes like, "What the fuck?" And then he'd yeah. be he'd be grabbing his head on the forehead and like, "Are you serious, Bill O'Reilly?" You know that moment, right? But well, I, I Trevor didn't do that. Uh-huh. Uh, I was very surprised, and then I he saw was, he was quite understanding and yeah. You know? But then that that exactly was with the point I was saying after the election. Like mm-hmm. you can go back more if you want, and then mm-hmm. um, I. I mean, yeah, I can knock these uh, like the other side of the argument down too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you can yell at them and then like say how wrong they are and all that. I mean, yes, the 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 dilemma mm-hmm. now is it's a uh, we live in a fact-free society, which is also my concern is like anti-science, anti-fact. Now, mm-hmm. I I think we reached a point where especially older people, like they really, I it's not just old people. And I, I, older people blame millennials too. It's like, "Oh, you don't read, you don't look it up." You don't do the you know you haven't lived through it how do you know but then I'm like well I think everybody in general regardless the age and gender and race I think we all gotten pretty lazy you talked about the technology thing earlier like how we saw advances of different medium yeah. we've had and media we types have. we have going from physical media to all that and then the, the fact that that all happened in two decades is pretty remarkable but at the same time my argument has been you know with the tech bubble and all that stuff working in the industry that I'm frustrated mm-hmm. with is like and Kara Swisher mentioned it, I'm referencing her a lot on mm-hmm. this thing like it's big minds working on small problems you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I 
I think we need and then technology technologists lived in the bubble for such a long time and then like you know we're changing the world this is gonna be the next big thing but I'm like why do you need another the next big thing and then where what about maintaining the existing system and improving it instead of disrupting it every single fucking time then rate and admit that you want to be well, super rich instantly like everybody else because because of the whatever economic <laughs> disparity that we have and we live in the society today right money 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 but you know well, but well, th- that aside uh-huh. i'm going off tangent but i i truly trevor know the another thing is like listen to each other mm-hmm. then what actually i saw his interview with cbc uh yesterday uh you know cbc yeah. canadian yeah show. and then um he said you know what what he's trying to do is bringing different bubbles together because if you live in the bubbles and you only listen to your point of view your perspective you're not gonna learn anything you're not gonna hear what the other voice is same for the other side when you look at it and then it's- the fact that he brought her on the show brings that bubble audience mm-hmm. into his show and then listen to some it's 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 you know, very uh, imperative to be uh, objective as well as have the strength to put your own point right that's, that's the thing and the whole thing about black lives matter is like kkk which is <laughs> which is i, I always think w- what i think is like trump is a pure businessman like uh, i know i'm i'm a, I'm, a, i'm an immigrant here i don't have the right to vote uh, nor i'm a permanent yeah. resident over here but thing is that uh, what people need to understand is that trump has never done anything for the public now he has a Doesn't chance matter. now he has yeah. a chance to do something good we should give him that chance whatever the past is how he has won has come to this stage but uh, we need to give him one chance before him before we write him off i know everybody is you know mad at trump i i am yeah. as well like i'm I mean, like yeah. i'm more than mad i am like perplexed and amused that how could this country go from obama to trump in such a I short think- duration of time but anyways like we sh- like this country should like give the, him a chance it's like it's like the Aries Spears joke when even Obama first got elected people were like you know weren't really into him like all the tea party things started like year and a two into his administration it's like the Aries Spears the guy from the Mad TV it's like uh-huh. I, I thought you guys run fast I thought you guys sprint what is this like dude slow down it's, it's a marathon man you took 10 like I said like it took 10 years or mm-hmm. more to fuck this up it's going to take a long time it's going to get fixed in a day or in a year you know uh, now i think we're at a especially in us economy uh, bill mar said this too he one thing he's mad about is like trump's going to come in with a pretty decent economical numbers by mm-hmm. measures unemployment numbers and you know stock numbers and all that although it's not well, a, he better do that because but, he's the president but now. he it's going to be market's going to be okay and then the numbers going to look good and he's going to take credit i came in and i did all this look at me and i'm unbelievable i say it's going to be awesome and then like you know he's going to take credit for the first mm-hmm. six months and then the next person that comes in four or eight years from now and you know, it's it, it's a it's a swing it's a balance every time right and then the next whatever bubble bursts you know and then the next person going to come in is going to take the shit and like why aren't you fixing this so fast but then i think that goes with the i think that amplified even more because of the instant gratification we have with yeah. you know all the technology yeah. but we have we have I don't know and then, but the, back to that interview I I mean I'm glad that Trevor came in and you know gave some you know mm-hmm. look what about this case what do you really want you're not answering but he didn't snipe at her like you you didn't answer the question you didn't answer the question like you know like Like, I like hope f- you see where the like, hypocrisy comes in. Yeah, it's like like a friend trying to talk and you know be in a comic way. I think he's in love with her. No, no. <laughs> she's she's like okay looking. Probably. It's like James Carville and then Mary Madeline. They got married. Okay. Mary okay. Madeline is a Republican strategist and James Carville, the bald dude who, who Bill Hader did the funny thing. Well, as a Democrat. You, you, you never married. they have two kids. You, you never know oh, like who's made for you, right? If if Tommy's made for Trevor, good for them. <laughs> I think they'll make a great couple. <laughs> Anyways, that is just me thinking of this is like saying okay. this. Like, I, I think I think they yeah, I think they hit it off. I know Trevor was joking when she first came. I was like, you know, I think I love her and then like, I think you really do, man. <laughs> But no, she she she's cute. She's what? cute. Thanks for admitting that. Yeah. She's okay. Um <laughs> uh but the one part I was in that interview, I was Hell annoyed was uh what the hell was it the immigration thing. It's like oh, how would you th- how would you feel as a legal immigrant mm-hmm. that this illegal guy cuts in front of you and then has a pathway to citizenship. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
for me, I really, I really don't care because I know that it's two different processes and two different routes. I think immigration in general needs better care, and then it needs to be more efficient, mm-hmm. just like any other bureaucratic process. At the same time, I, if there, if it needs to be, hey, this person is in urgent need to get, you know, their immigration immigration mm-hmm. status like expedited. Mm-hmm. I'm okay because like I'm I will be in a suspended state, mm-hmm. but. I'm not in the economic disadvantage or anything going through the legal process, and I'm at a dare I say at a privilege to you know take the bullet a little bit, but you know I don't well, know. The thing is, right now, what that this is my opinion, the immigration process for United States is pretty streamlined. That's what I could say. Like there is clearly written, if you have a job, you can stay over here. If you don't have a job, you can go back home. Right. Right. And like, that's pretty much because uh, thing is that uh, oh, I, I came to America because I had a fashion. I had a fascination with technology and like yeah. telecommunications. Like uh, this is the birthplace of telecommunications, not only like wireless 3G or whatever that is like Graham Bell, etc. But even like uh, smartphones, everything like the boom started from here. Wolf. Right. Finland people would disagree. Well, <laughs> smartphones, they did a pretty bad job at them. That's what I would say. And now they are nowhere. Right. Anyways, but, but anyways, like, immigration. yeah, immigration thing. I, 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 yeah. I think it is a pretty fair system, but it can be improved. I think capacity could improve. Capacity like could 25, improve. 25,000 on H1B. That's not good. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's up, to, up to this country that how many immigrants it wants and, and wants up. Right. Okay. It depends so on the demand and supply. Do you, do you buy Tommy's argument? The lady who was born in this country, uh-huh. <laughs> saying that. Uh, the, she like, made, how would you feel? No, the thing is, like she like, she how, made how pretty. I would say that she made like pretty emotional, blunt statements. Yeah. But uh, if if. Do you feel the same way? No. Okay. No, 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 nothing like that. It's like this country is like very accepting. Uh, I've uh, like even back in India, I wasn't exposed to so many cultures as like I am here. Like I'm, I'm like, come on, like it's like at workplace, uh, it's like even like Indians. It's like I, I didn't have any Telugu friends, man. Mm. Like even Gujarati friends. Like I was like, okay, fine. Like I was in in my own bubble at home, but over right. here, I got exposed to the larger part, not of America, but of India as well. Right, and like, not uh, just other countries. Not either. countries. Yeah. Like come look, look like like. Like you keep like, pointing at me. Come on, you're, say you're, just say you're Canadian, Korean, right? And now, yeah. I'm, now I'm like I'm American, uh, like uh, PR. You're the real India. Oh my god! <laughs> Back to this Columbus argument. But uh, we gotta go to the baseball baseball game next year, and then we I, I definitely want no. when the Cleveland Indians come to town. And my so I'm god. the real Indian. Come on, come on! I don't. want Russell Peters <laughs> on the <laughs> logo Let's. instead of Chief Wahoo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> But, um, and then Aziz, I, sorry. No. <laughs> I, I I support Mariners anyways, even if the yeah. Cleveland Indians come. Are you, do you get offended Seattle. by the Cleveland Indians? No, why should I? Because it's not you Indians. <laughs> then that's okay. That's okay, man. I know that. Should so they change their team color from Absolutely red to not. brown? Absolutely they, not. They they are what they are. They should maintain what their identity is and not change. Just because well, uh, yeah. we like uh, like we are over here. Right? Well, what do you say when the Native Americans are offended by the term? Like the uh, Redskins and then the Indians and then the Blackhawks uh, and all those. It's it's like uh, it's like thing is that you call someone like Redskin, you're like trying to you know oh, separate yeah. them that's, on that. That's blatant. Then, that's blatant that it's gonna be offensive, right? Well, Indian is technically wrong too, because Columbus fucked up when he landed the first well, time. That, that's that's that was his mistake. <laughs> And then his atrocities that he yeah, caused. Finally, finally, Amerigo Vespucci, he was like, no, this is not India. This is America, man. Like, that's what mm-hmm. he said. Yeah, and then he brought all the white people over. White people. <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, anyways, yeah. you can't yeah. go back. Like, I, I, like I what, what I believe is that there is only one race, which is human being. Like, human really? race. Really? You really feel that? Absolutely. I, I don't buy that. Why well, not? I thing is like earlier i used to get annoyed a bit but as years passed by uh it's like i feel yep it's I, just one so human race are you so are you for the argument i i mentioned this mm-hmm. last week like let's get rid of the uh 
identity liberalism, identity politics. Uh-huh. So the, there was a one in a video clip that somebody said, mm-hmm. "Hey, like how how should we address this uh, race problem, race and society?" Yeah. And then the yeah. lady said, "You know, we should stop identifying ourselves as white, black, and uh-huh. uh, Asian, and all those. You know, we all should be Americans." Which, by the way, uh-huh. both of us cannot be Americans. <laughs> like, and then I said, "We should not be identifying, okay. you know, so, in, in those terms." And because we're added, I, her argument was uh-huh. that because humans are identifying each other as certain ethnic groups or color and all those uh-huh, things it's uh-huh. causing more tension my argument is no we we cannot do away with identity because it's what we see okay. so definitely i would say that i would give an example regarding india itself right like in india we have so many religions how many i can't even count that's uh, how many thing. can you okay let's right let's now. like um, okay go the major is hinduism islam sikh sikh christian jain uh then probably well, christian, buddhism buddhism there's two yeah. christian there is two buddhism and like mormons. really s- mormons why not yes. they might be there as well why not they are okay. there everybody Anyways. are existing in harmony like uh, i think so like a billion people with so many different languages so many different religions can coexist together wow. is like a great example not because that uh, we consider ourselves as different but we acknowledge that difference between us whatever culturally that would be and also know that come on man everybody is a human being at the same and time more than that there is this okay it's and a belief though not your skin color definitely that's, not that's what i'm saying skin so tone. so what i'm saying is that even america uh-huh. whatever we are over here and talking about race and religion it's everybody sh- like should be connected as americans because that's the one thing that binds everyone I, over here i think that's an easy argument i agree but at the same time you need to admit that there are different kinds of people and then what we need to do is better educate each we, other absolutely on that's the experience about, and the fact that that's that's the thing we cannot just sugarcoat it and say we're all americans i'm not we american. are americans but we like i'm not, american. like, I'm not american i'm yeah. just saying that the people over here it comes from the non tommy just, would love you <laughs> Like, just should take this legal immigrant no, just that they should just take an example saying that everybody should acknowledge each other's differences because you, only when you acknowledge each other's differences you can recognize each other's strengths as well and work towards a greater nation i think so if trump has this kind of philosophy i, I don't know he might be a good president right and then he might be completely you know i think he would be more like You know, he, you already see him backpedaling his uh, whatever those rhetorics, you know, pretty extreme ones that he's, he had earlier. He's a shrewd person. He's a businessman. Yeah. Whatever gets you the money and the benefits, he'll take he'll advantage of whatever. He's like, I don't care if he's Chinese. I don't care if he's Indian. As long as he's paying taxes in this country and he's going to be make America great again, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And that's what all these people say. But at the same time, you got to admit that like certain... Ethnic, ethnic groups and race go through tough times they have different experiences it's it's, it's uh, not only because what if they are tied to a different race i think so it's mostly due to the background or the upbringing or the environment which is well, surrounding them well but how right? did that but then okay like you just cannot like if there is an Afri- african american person coming towards you yeah. you just can't say that oh that's a bad person no you cannot say not. that right but that's just the preconceived yeah. notion and yeah you shouldn't have that that's what i'm yeah. saying but definitely if you go into a very crime related area and even if you see an indian guy you would be like Oh my god, you know what? You feel what is he is a thief? He's the approve of this <laughs> neighborhood. So 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 it's upon the neighborhood, the people you meet but, over there. But okay, at the same time, but don't you think that we should look deeper into what caused a neighborhood yes. to be that? What caused these people to be in the, you know, yes, that stereotypical not? thinking that they ended up in instead of just blaming them Definitely. for being in that situation when they're born into it? No one like right? no one should blame them. That's the thing. if uh if they are given an What opportunity okay any human being who is like you know in a very uh, low state whether that might be uh, like emotionally uh you know physically mentally or whatever financially whatever that may be uh if given a chance they will perform well anyone wants to get out of those things man. sure No, I agree. Right? But the problem is a lot of these people like affirmative action or something. You know mm-hmm. what the affirmative action is, right? Uh I don't know actually. Okay, you so, can educate me. So it's it's uh, it was a big thing 10 years ago like I think Supreme Court just struck it down a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Um I, I had this case in Michigan too. It was a University of Michigan Michigan got sued a couple times from the law school. So 
they can after all the especially in school applications this comes up so like okay and then the diversity and all that is a huge issue in technology and mm-hmm. industry too in general right so what they want to do is okay so we can accept and deny certain applicants based on their race and ethnic mm-hmm. groups mm-hmm. and then you know some asian kids and then some white kids they sue the law school this black kid got in although my Mm-hmm. GPA and grades are better. Mm-hmm. My credentials are better, but mm-hmm. you gave him extra 50 points plus 50 at the end because mm-hmm. that kid was black or Latin American. I think so, apart from race. Like, uh, but I think so if that African American kid was from very, like, you know, troublesome or like, you know, challenging situations and still he got through there, I think so that shows that person's character. Not well, only race or religion or something like that. If someone is in like tough situations you gotta, you, you, and they are trying to make an effort, definitely you should acknowledge okay. that, right? But like that, even no, no, like, no doubt. But that's not the problem, right? Like yeah, they would obviously accept that. But so that's like not given, how this works. Given, you're, you're just given the paperwork, and then like here's your essay, here's your personal statement, here's your grades, and then like we have like what eighty percent white and Asian people in this law school. So we, we need to bump up the 20 to like 30% or something. And then, you know, even the, even the I would say field, race, race shouldn't be the distinguishing factor. But you just said two minutes ago that no, they should be given I'm, I'm an just opportunity. Saying that they should be given an opportunity. Like if that uh, like African-American person, that's where RSOP comes from. And that, that's where like professors and all, they visit these but areas what if and GPA take is lower, but then If his GPA is lower, if it's 2.0 or 2.5, then the institute has it fall. Not two point five, but like if like, it's if it's everything if, is equal. Okay, this is a bad example because some mm-hmm. cases are like that. But the point of affirmative action is if everything is equal, SOP, mm-hmm. uh, personal statement, and then the grades, everything is same. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one. You can take race as a factor, and at a point, I think so. They should be in, points. No, not only about diversity points. I think so. Each one should be interviewed. And according to that, it should be decided as to because okay, you can you can have a statement you of can't purpose. Do that you with can. thousands of people, if they all look the same, well, I would say then there there is then there then is a problem. Do, then okay. there is a problem. And what if the white kid interviews better because a black kid doesn't have the uh, same interview pr- preparation process? Like he then, didn't prepare well, then that hits. Then, then no, that's but they have fault. resource constraints because of bad neighborhoods and all that you talked about. What but if that's, the kid that's comes what from I'm that? saying. That if but so you gotta weigh it down. But that's no, no, no. I'm I'm saying is that if everything's everything is equal, right? That's right. what you said. Everything means that the upbringing is equal. Their social background is equal. Everything has been good in their life. And then just uh, differ, like you know, uh, deciding upon race. No, that shouldn't be the thing. So. But more black and Latin communities are poor if you're going to pick it on the social if, background. If they have... The, they can say no, that's affirmative that action too if you're going to the what poor. What I would say is that... You pick the poor if, guys because of no, their race. No, thing is that if the poor guy, if he has the potential and ability, like saying that he's an intelligent person and he cracks all the, uh, you know, the interviews or questions, yeah, definitely he should get the points because he is coming from a very challenging background. Where but he doesn't have the facilities and everything, and he, and still he's doing how good. How do you tell that? What if it's a poor white kid? Definitely. If, if, white if, kid, if you say if the social if, background is exactly the same, then, same then that's what I'm poor saying. Poor white kid, poor black kid. Who do you pick? Both, both of them should uh, should be admitted. Okay, then. then who gets kicked out? There's just more deserving p- person that gets kicked yeah. out too, right? In yeah, that case, that should be. See the problem. Thing here? is, thing is that what if what if like all three of them? Let's say there is like a rich kid who is like everything is there his GPS is there he's a nice kid nothing on him and there are like two other kids who are from challenging background but they have definitely uh, like the same IQ and they have all the same but GPA you can't and everything measure that uh, IQ yeah, and, GP- yeah, yeah. and GPA to be honest especially in American transcript uh-huh. it varies the, but the standard of grade is def- so fucking different in this okay. si- American okay, so education like system I, right? I don't know much about here pretty bad but uh, definitely when i was you know writing my sops and like my letter of recommendations while coming to united states uh, definitely like my university was given more uh, preference over other universities like back in india where i come from that yeah. university because our university was 
pretty tough on academic grounds and doing well over there definitely signifies that you did well in your school similar logic i'm trying to apply over here but it's where, hard because every educational yeah. background is different in this country by well, state by well, city by county by school well, public that, that, private homeschool that's the thing if you show some challenging things in your life that hey, you know what i have this inner core in which i will be able to do good with my life oh so my you god my mom's calling me i'll have to call back uh, to her in like maybe 10-15 minutes yeah, 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 but anyways uh, there was just a missed call from india which i will attend to later on um, <laughs> <laughs> completely sidetracked here but definitely anyway. that's like an like alarming call for it, me yeah, that's why you gotta flip, it, flip the phone over uh, like yeah, i did yeah, all right yeah, that's yeah. good that's good we're less distracted now but yeah. anyways finish your thoughts yeah so i i so my standpoint is like if you are coming from challenging backgrounds and you beat the odds and you have what it takes to get into an institution yeah that person will yeah. get in probably and get a yeah. scholarship but what what if someone who is not in the challenging background that person would be like just because that guy was poor if he is able you're letting him or her in yeah that that That's sucks like, for the other guy rich kid he ha- he can try the for other options what right? other options he wants to go to say like columbia law uh-huh. then got rejected okay so if if the only he's gonna have a lawsuit. The only only thing if he's that you know what because you let the African American kid and you I'm pick getting, all the poor kids and then buy all the soaps no, stories. No man, no man, that's not okay. the thing. But that's I'm what just it saying that like. I'm I'm saying that worthy people should get what they deserve. Well, but do you, don't you also want? So this is where diversity of views and uh-huh. skills come in. Uh-huh. I think. I would take race into a factor because that is okay. a problem. In a perfect world, I would agree. Okay. But unfortunately, world isn't like that. It's not world an even field. It's not perfect. It's not a yeah, utopia. Yeah. No, and then especially like Asian kids too. You mm-hmm. know, Asian people are usually against this thing too. But I'm for it because like, you know, like next question then the follow up to it. How would you fix the diversity problem in the tech industry? Women, older people, mm-hmm. you know, gays transgenders how would you fix that like what, in the what i process? would say what i would say is that uh, especially in job market related same as school but yeah. anyways the thing is that uh, if you have the definitive skill set and if you are the right fit for the job and your interviewer thinks that you are the fit for the job and you'll fit in the team uh, it shouldn't matter whether it's like uh, you know sex, of course gender that's, or whatever that's not that the is. reality right because 85 percent of the kids in computer science are men and white and asian then uh, why so they're gonna be more likely to so be so thing is let's let's see that so so here's the problem right How'd you fix it so here's the problem right like uh we should encourage uh, uh girls to like if they are interested in to go into computer science like okay like if they are interested if they are not why to push them there right just to because you know increase the diversity ratio well, we need to do uh, like this now that know, assume the that there are already kids in there like 30 percent right uh-huh but 30 percent 20 percent of the females uh-huh. in those programs computer science yeah electrical engineering computer engineering yeah that's so not the number in the okay. companies if you look at it i don't know why then it's not being that way if right. it's, if they are good enough for the jobs, if they are apply right, okay, they should be getting in. Yeah, that's a given. Yeah, but okay, how would you would you it's pick the challenging background in this case too for the job applicants? Job applicants. What about the blacks and Latins? Well, if he is, I, I'm gonna say this again, like schooling is different, job thing is different. Why is it different? Yeah. Why the thing is like okay like schooling okay that's a big leap so so here's here's the here's here's the thing uh you have a challenging background uh-huh. and then you get into a good school school trains you for the next stage of your life right yeah and then if you're doing bad and then if you want to get a good techie job what is bad bad means like okay you screw up your academics which is like the first filter of your job because it's a competition really bad grades yeah you have like really bad grades like you're not uh, like learning well enough you're not accepting the concepts and learning like algorithms or whatever is needed in your job you're not doing good in that and still you want that job later on in your life no hell not you don't deserve it of course not yeah that's you my that's, 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 that's the screening test thing. yeah that's the thing 
But if someone who is like you know passing screening tests, who is like But doing at the same work, time, I would also argue that I don't think the school work, hundred percent reflects your working ability. But definitely, it shows you that your wow, whatever hard work you have done, whatever sincerity have done, whether you can solve a problem or not, whether it be minor, major, whether it's a, a practical problem or not, at least you have the thinking to solve a problem, right? So it signifies that you wouldn't give. person with a bad grade a chance definitely not because really? that signifies no absolutely not because there are other people who have done well in school who Why have school? okay this yeah. is a different debate now but i completely disagree because i think i'm i'm just saying that it's just not the school factor but definitely uh you're already assuming this minority kid is going to fail no i'm not okay no i'm not that's not the issue at all I'm well, just so saying that it's diversity, but do you, do you think, okay, school versus work. Yes, the they're different. Yeah. But the application process and how it goes, the debate is the same. Okay. You so know, and then the problem is the same. It's uh, yeah, for, and the for, fundamentals for, great if if they mm-hmm. meet the expectation, but I think some expectations are wrong. I didn't have great grades. I wasn't mm-hmm. the best student. I'm not saying you like you have to be the best student, but you at least have to have some kind of uh, threshold beyond which. You need you need to say that okay this guy is acta- acceptable here. Am right? I the worst employee? No, I don't think Skills so. Skills wise? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not your manager anyways, but still I'll say no, I don't think so that. Yeah, exactly. You didn't feel that. No. Well, I didn't have a good grade either. Yeah. But anyways, but it's I, not having like what I like think somebody, I have a, okay, a like, different perspective so into something a problem was, solving process. Something was product development process. Uh-huh. Which is what these companies and institutions need mm-hmm. which is a point of the affirmative action and the, the diverse point of views mm-hmm. when you create a product say like a keyboard we mentioned earlier yeah if you're just going to have people that succeeded based on school and then whatever I'm, skills I'm threshold not, you're I'm, expecting i'm 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 just not say, i'm just saying that that can be one of the criteria okay. it's not the criteria but you but just one of the criteria but One That's of the criteria, but it sounds it sounds like it's one of the early base criteria yes. that you would knock off of. Yeah. That that's how it is because but in in like how are you going to how how are you going to start, uh you know uh, filtering out people if you want uh the candidate but which you is just valid for your job. But the grades are a huge indicator for you if you're to hire. That someone. is that is one of the factors, not the character, uh, like not the but criteria. But you said you would have passed the screening at so, least. Because that indicates that that person doesn't absorb whatever material, right? Yeah, I disagree. Okay, but at the same time, you want to bring a diverse perspective. So, so thing is like if, if that kind it? of if you, that kind of person. So, 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 so here's the thing. Oh, uh, if if the person who is like you know having like really low grades, I'm not saying he doesn't have potential, but he has shown an indication in his life. in which uh, he doesn't want to work on the things which he selected well, in his life it's not a matter life. of want right how is that a want did i want to get a bad grade that's a leap man no 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 thing is someone who is like oh this is just an indication that's what i'm saying but you just said uh-huh. the, that's an indication the person doesn't want to indication not saying that well, so, so that, thing is like if you have to though. if you have to distinguish yourself saying that a person who has you know uh like really low grades even though he tried well everything's yeah. and then that first thing indication is that maybe that is not the thing for him that might be one of the issues second thing if he is really interested in that and he's doing different things like doing his own projects he's like okay you know what academic stuff i don't like it but he's doing some things of his own innovative something like that definitely it should count in his resume then why How not would you tell it a gpa Well, that's that's, that's a main that's, indicator that's for thing. you. No, that's not the main indicator. It oh, is one of one. the criteria. Okay. So even if you apply for jobs over here, right? If somebody who is just like three point or something has really good projects at his hand, okay. definitely he. Now you're talking to the person after uh-huh. the screening. Screening, absolutely. Well, just to get this, yeah, like I might have uh-huh. a shitty resume, uh-huh. but you know. Well, it's it's uh, their resume is your face over here, right? Yeah, they say that. <laughs> thing is like it's it's a pretty controversial thing because it's kind of a competition in which if you don't have certain kinds of rules, how are you going to select, right? It comes like a big fuzzy Heisenberg problem in which like 
Oh my God, where is that candidate I need to find? And that's the first part of the interview with Mustagarak, Mr. Monsho, Monsho Karakari this week. And we'll get to more on personal stuff with his potential marriage, potential wife material, blah, 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 all those things. And uh, yeah, check back again next week. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, leave comments, leave five stars or whatever. And if you have any questions or throw shit at me, please go to Twitter. Uh, it's what a show or email me at aa-show at outlook.com. All right, we'll check back again next week. Bye.